I am so happy with how this looks for the Rangers. We have a pitcher, Jack Leiter, and he is a dude. And while I do think his hitting is worse than Derek Jeter, it's not that far off. You're not mentioning 2006. You can mention the other people, not 2006. Oh, just because I bought uh, the best soap doesn't mean your room's gonna be clean. It just leaves it to where I don't believe that the Canadians had a shot. I really don't like the Clippers just kind of sending it in when they're like, Hi, this is Kelly Forbes with the Dallas Stars and listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. The championship games are over. Now we head on to the Super Bowl. But this is not a preview of the Super Bowl. We have a couple, We have another week, so we're going to do that next week. Um, but we're going to review the championship games, and uh, there were some calls. And I have a question once again, and then we're going to talk about Brady. Um, speaking of Brady, it's the man that adores Brady, Austin. <laughs> yeah, Brady is one of my favorite players, even though I'm a Packers fan. And... I mean, I, I was shocked, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, the person who's compared a lot to Brady, Joe Burrow, did end up losing this game, and it, it was a really close game. And I, I think – I know a lot of people are talking about, oh, are the Bills Chiefs going to be the new Brady uh, Manning? But I think it's more likely that it's a Bengals Chiefs. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Oh, sorry. What did you say? Denver? No, no, you're good. Yeah, I would agree. It's Bengals, Chiefs. I thought it was going to be Bills, Chiefs. But the only really good one was the AFC Divisional one. Um, but overall, like, there have just been great matchups between the Bengals and Chiefs. This one, I didn't like the ending just because of the personal foul, even though I know it was called. They have to call the foul. They have the last call. They they have to call it. I I'm not against that. Well, while the refs were a little bit suspect throughout the day, I'm not going to get mad at them for calling a call. They have to call you. That that is in the rule book. You have to call it. I'm mad that it was decided by a penalty, but you can't just not call that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so it leaves like a bitter taste. But overall, it was close and uh, really good. And my um. It was better than the first game, but sticking on this game, um, I have two. We we shortened it to top three performances. My number one performance, I'm cheating. It's Chiefs defense. <laughs> okay, I did not go uh, that uh, out there, but um, for me, my number three was Marquez Valdez Scantling, uh, 116 yards and a touchdown. I mean. He looks like his Packers self sometimes, and he has a quarterback that's very just like Aaron Rodgers was last year. Mahomes has been his whole career just a gunslinger, and then he does well in a in a uh, offense that is up tempo and making plays, and he made a lot of them. Yeah, and that's why he's on my number two. Chiefs one was number one because I think they, while Mahomes played great, um, and he did great for the offense and the offense wouldn't have done anything without him or it'd be tougher. But to me, the defense really stood up and they made two key interceptions. I don't really blame Burrow for either interception. 
to me, I'm like, those are just two great plays by the defense. One of them was a punt, practically speaking, and a crazy one. And then the other one I sort of do blame on Burrow, but still, neither pick was horrible. And uh, my second player of the week, or best performance, was Chris Jones. He was manhandling the O-line. And I know every time the Bengals win a game with this O-line, they're like, they're changing the league. They don't need a good O-line. And there's a game like this, you're like, Nope, they need to go to line. It it almost makes you think, what if they could have traded a lot of their future picks to trade up in that draft and end up taking Sewell and Chase in the same draft? What would have happened if they could have made a trade up and done that? But they need to address their line if they're going to become a consistent uh, championship contender. Because... I'm telling you right now, it is impossible to stay healthy if you keep on getting hit. Like, yes, you can make all these amazing plays. Yes, they don't need it to make the playoffs as long as Burrow stays healthy. But Brady was sacked a lot in his younger uh, years and never got hurt, never got hurt, never got hurt, and then eventually he tore his ACL. And I know that happened to Burrow his rookie season. There's no guarantees going forward. It It's something that needs to be addressed. And they're that away from being the best team in the AFC and probably the best team in the league. Yeah, I would agree. If yeah, I think because I've been. If you give, about him, it, sorry to interrupt, but I, I just yeah, want to no, ask good. this question. We're probably about to say the same thing. If the Eagles' O line was given to the Bengals and they were flipped, the Bengals would never lose. How could you stop? Burrow, who already under pressure makes all these incredible throws, and the Eagles wouldn't have even made the playoffs. Because I think the main reason, what is the main thing for them, is their O-line. Because it's hard to run the ball when you don't have a good O-line. It's it's hard for a lot of stuff when you when you don't have a good O-line. And somehow Burrow gets it done. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's a good point. Yeah, it really sets up. Their run game sets everything up. But with the Bengals, if, even if you don't give Burrow the best line, if you just give him an average line and they're all healthy, I would probably say like that's there would probably be an MVP caliber season from Burrow. Or he if they fix their line, because that's their biggest weakness, even though they have been able to overcome that weakness, the Chiefs did really well in upgrading their pass rush this offseason. Um, and defense overall, and they were able to take um, take advantage of that weakness with the Bengals. So, w- do you agree if Burrow gets a solid line? I probably think think he'd be a favorite to win MVP, and he put MVP like he's already great now. But just overall, I think a good line would make it much better. Uh huh. I don't. Yes, he could win MVP. But part of the problem, and part of the reason why I think Brady didn't win it last year, and a part of the reason why Brady had a lot of good seasons, he could have won it more than three times. Like, we, we get confused. Yes, he won it three times. Yes, that's a lot. But Peyton won it five times. And there were a lot of years there where I thought Brady could have won it and didn't. But I think part of the reason they, he doesn't, for it, there's two reasons. One, he's ultra consistent. So it's not like any year is too surprising. And... uh. And two, 
he doesn't lobby for himself. When, when they're like, oh, who should be MVP? Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, anyone else is going to say, yeah, I think I'm the best player of the league. Or they're even their teammates. But they're like, when, when now with the Bengals and how the system and how Burrow is mentally, he's just like Brady. He's going to be like, I don't really care. I mean, I just care about winning the game. It's Yes, he could win MVP. Yes, Burrow will win an MVP. You're right. If he gets a good old line, he should be an MVP contender. But part of the reason why I think he'll win less than he probably should is because he doesn't lobby for himself. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and overall, like with the like interception on the punt, um, it just to me, I think he was like throwing it up, like wide receiver go make a play, which um, like he did with Chase on that fourth down. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, where he hit him. Oh, there's also the one where he hit him on the head. Oh, yes, he did hit him in the head, and then there was one where he threw to Higgins where he's like, Higgins, go make a play, and Higgins got the touchdown. Yeah, and that's the tr- – you have to have trust in your wide receivers, and that's the thing that Burrow and Brady have a lot of because Brady, a lot of those years, didn't have the best wide receivers, and it's at some point when the game is close, you got to just say, go make a play and make a perfect throw, which a lot of the time he did, especially to um, – Hayden Hurst on that uh, in the end zone, he hit, basically hit him in the hands while he was falling down. Do you remember the play I'm talking about on the sideline? Remember. It was in the end zone, but he made an almost perfect throw there. And okay. you, you're if you play too timid, you'll never win a game, or at least you won't win a championship. You can't play timid. At some point, you just gotta say, "Go make a play." And I think you need like the right playmakers to have that like type of confidence because with Mahomes he doesn't really have the wide receivers but he has Kelsey. Kelsey's a guy where he can go. Hey, yeah, if he's play. like I need to make a play, this is getting called for Kelsey. And I don't care if he's struggle team, I'm throwing this ball to Kelsey. Because every every quarterback has that guy that when when it all hits the fan, where am I going? And if you have that guy, you have a chance. Yes, I would agree. And then, um, yeah, so I thought it was really good, really tough. Now the thing is you only have a few more years, and now Burrow's up for the extension, which I think you give it to him now just so you, like, it won't go higher. I may be wrong, but I think Burrow's the next Brady, and I don't think no matter how long you wait, it goes higher. I don't – Brady intentionally – even though he's the best quarterback in the league for a lot of years, decided I'd rather win a Super Bowl. At some point, $300 million versus $500 million, I don't really care the difference. Brady probably could have made $600, $700 million in his NFL career. Not even not, I'm not even talking advertisements because he played for so long. But he only made 333 over his 23-year career. So Wait, I, I think I, that's only fourteen point five million, by the way. Well, I, I say only. That's a whole lot of money. But I don't think Burroughs goes up to the level of, of Dak or Mahomes. I could oh, be wrong. I think it's definitely above Dak's. No, I don't think it. No, my point Mahomes. is it should be, but Burroughs going to say, "Don't put it up that high." I want to win a ring. There's no way you can keep Higgins and Chase 
and get and get a good O line. If you're getting paid fifty million, that's the whole talk about why did she have to win right now, and why I don't believe Mahomes would even touch Brady or even sniff Brady's seven Super Bowls. Is that contract? How are you going to put a, a good team together? I, you have I, your I, you have an answer. So this is what they did. So they tried to get Kelsey. Uh, no, they got they have Kelsey on a nice deal, and Kelsey's not expensive as Tyreek Hill was going to be. So what they traded Hill. And what did they do this offseason? They hit on most of their draft picks. Well, here's the issue. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. His contract hasn't hit in yet. I think it's – is it next year that it hits in? I think it's next year. But to me, it puts a lot of pressure on the front office. Like, you can't mess up big. Like, you can't miss on a first-round pick. You have to hit on those picks. And that's how you do it. So then you can try to make side deals. But it's mostly on draft picks. And Oh, it's it's not next year. Next year, oh, it doesn't even wait. I don't Base think it salary balloons. Wait, I'm confused. He restructured it so his cap hit this year is forty six, but his base salary is five point five plus so a two million dollar incentives. Oh, yearly cash. Okay, that's probably where I need to look. Okay, so this year it's. 40, I guess, but I'm confused because his base is 5.5 and only a $2 million signing bonus. Oh yeah, I'm not sure, but I, it's like, I'm looking at this list, but it doesn't have Dak on here. So 40 million is six at Kirk Cousins. This This year is 30. This year is 30, I think. For for Mahomes? Okay. Next year it goes up to 40. And that's still not bad because the highest one right now, this website says like Matthew Stafford at 60. I don't think Burrow goes that high, but I think he's around. No, but those are, that's, it's not really 60 though. And the reason why I say it's not really 60 is because of how NFL contracts are uh, arranged. You can do like what the the Bucks did with Brady and kind of dead cap it till next year. But you can't do that with Mahomes because he's here for nine more years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. For 10 so, more years. So if you were to dead cap Mahomes, you're only making it harder for yourself next year to win a ring. And with Mahomes, just like Burrow, every year that Mahomes is in the league, he's a contender. Or what? what's your championship window, just like Burrow said, yeah. his entire time in the league. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at – maybe I'm looking at cap it. Maybe I'm on the right thing. But to me, if – Burrow goes short term, but like I understand why ten years and it like goes up a little bit, just because you kind of see what I'm thinking. Like the contract that hasn't yet happened is Lamar Jackson. The next one, um, Murray already got his deal. Who's another quarterback? Jackson's one. Derek Carr's still on a contract. It's just like to me, every year continues to go up. So in three years, that deal won't be as bad. At compared to what the market is for quarterbacks. But um, to me, it puts pressure. Like, you're going to have to make some sacrifices, and I don't know if they can keep Higgins because I think you go with Chase, which means you only have one more year of Higgins. I don't think you can, I don't think you can go without both. I think a big reason why Chase is not getting 
double teamed every possession is because of Higgins. Because if you're running a cover one, you can't decide, hey, shadow chase, because then Higgins will go for 100 yards, just like he did in the Super Bowl. That's true. Um, so my counter would be you try to draft a wide receiver that doesn't equal Higgins but will help offset it because I think I think Burrow's contract yearly is probably going to be a lot. A I would rather get rid of Mixon. Mixon is the odd man out in my opinion. Mixon, I I would also agree. Like you probably get rid of Mixon because just keep, so P Ryan is better. P Ryan, I, think, I believe, is a free agent. I think they should re-sign him and then probably trade. Mixon or something because I don't, I'm not a big mixing guy. I think Samaji Piran is a better player. How old? Oh, he's 27. Mixon, I, I would just say draft a running back. Piran, Piran will be a cheaper deal too. They won't be paying uh, him an exorbitant amount. Okay. So now it's to me like they have to hit on the right deals and make sure it works because they also. Like defensively, I believe Jesse Bates and Von Bell are both free agents. Yeah, Jesse Bates is a big guy. Von Bell is also really good, but you want to. Jesse Bates is the ball hawk of the uh, defense. He made so many key plays on that playoff run last year. Yeah. Um, so I know they drafted like Dax Hill early in the draft, but we'll see how that kind of fits in. But then um, we can go on to the other game, which is my question for you. So they lost the NFC Championship game, but Brock Purdy was hurt. So what's the quarterback battle? What's the quarterback situation next year? I don't know. I don't know. I'm stumped. Now, they're not bringing back Jimmy. Jimmy is gone. I guarantee you Jimmy is gone. Jimmy is going... Somewhere. Now, it may be the Raiders because people forget Josh McDaniels has a tie to him as well because he was a backup on the Patriots. So, I would say he's the leader to the Raiders, especially after the Brady retirement. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I would, I would just have an old-school QB uh, tryout basically, and throughout the entirety of OTAs. Well, the thing is, you can't do that for the entirety because property's out for six to eight months or whatever it is. That does so, add another wrinkle to like who do you do? Because, like, if they if Brock Purdy didn't play well, then I'm like, okay, quarterback battle. But if he played well and they won, I'm like, I think you kind of go Purdy, but he was injured, so I'm like, I don't know which way you go and i don't know which QB battle is the only way i i see that's fair yeah that makes sense and i'll talk about this more when we go over the brady situation but injuries kill the niners a lot and there's been a lot of key injuries the past couple of years that have prevented them from winning a ring, even though they've been to a Super Bowl and two NFC Championship games recently. Like, they are – I can't say they're the best team in the NFC over that time because you haven't won a Super Bowl, so it doesn't really matter. But 
Man, man, they've had some good teams, and I'm surprised the Niners have not had a, uh, some hardware to show for it. But if look, if I was John Lynch, I would call Tom Brady and beg him, and just have both of the guys sit behind him for a year. And just nurse their injuries. Get back to 100%. Because the last thing you want is Brock Purdy to rush back and then mess up his arm forever. Because as someone who's dealt with elbow injuries before, if you let them pester and you continue to play through injury, eventually you just won't be able to feel your arm. Or UCL is a major, major throwing mechanic injury. Now, luckily, he doesn't have to get Tommy John surgery, which is replacing it. They're just trying to put it back together. So, he didn't have to get Tommy John. So, he's not out 9 to 12. He's out 6 to 8. But, if he's not out until he's 100%, and if I'm his agent, I'm telling you, do not go back if you're 99%. Go back only if you're 100%. Because if you don't, it could be career altering. Even more than Trey Lance's ankle uh, or anything else, ligament injuries are the ones that in careers. It's never bone. You can break a bone and be fine. You, you're not going to lose too much muscle mass. You're not going to be out forever. And yes, breaking an ankle hurts. But Trey Lance right now has the upper hand on Purdy just by the fact that he is seen, he's learned, and his injury is not as severe. So if I was John Lynch... I would beg Brady to come back home to where he's been from and sign a player who doesn't get hurt. He's been hurt one time in his entire career. One. Entire 23-year career. The only other games he's missed are coming in for Drew Bledsoe when he wasn't the starter and then getting suspended for no reason when it wasn't even his fault. So that that's what I would do. But I I don't know... I don't know what the 49ers do at quarterback because I want – if I'm even John Lynch, I'd say Purdy get 100% because I want a fair QB battle. And, again, if he gets hurt, that's an injury that if you hurt twice, you're probably done because you – it's way too important. I know you see all injuries for NFL players uh, – people that only watch the NFL or at least don't watch the MLB, they don't understand how bad UCL injuries is – People who get Tommy John, I know he didn't get Tommy John, but he still did the same thing that you could get Tommy John. They just said that it could heal on its own. But I've seen pitchers, and I know this is baseball, but it's the closest resemblance I can get because UCL tears do rarely, rarely happen in uh, the NFL. But I've seen pitchers go from the best, one of the best in the league to out of the league within years, like two or three years. And you cannot mess with this injury. I'm a big play-through injury guy. I'm a big be tough. But this is the difference between him getting a rookie deal and him getting a max contract later in his career because he's actually this good. So, yeah, I, you go. Yeah, I agree. I think you make a lot of solid points. My thing is, I'm just not sure if how Brady and Shanahan would mesh. like who, Because Shanahan would have to change his system, in my opinion. And I don't know if Brady wants to do that. And I, I don't think you'll have to change it enough for Brady to not take the deal. And I feel like Brady would be would see, hey, this team is made 
so many Super Bowls. They've made two straight NFC Championship games. What's the big reason? Oh, their quarterback gets hurt. That's why. That's the problem. They don't have either Jimmy G last year, even though he didn't start the whole year, and this year, where he obviously got, uh, was the only reason he got brought in because of an injury to Trey Lance. If they have a Brady that doesn't get hurt, is consistent, is going to put in the hours, I don't see why not. Unless Brady is actually done and he wants to be done. And if he wants to be done, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with Brady saying, no, I'd love to come back, but I'm done. I've lost respect for players that retire. But I have an inkling that returning back to his boyhood team would light a fire. I think it would, but that's just me. And I don't know if John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan is going to go that direction. But I do think that's the only answer is getting an actual elite QB that doesn't get hurt, that knows how to throw the ball away if needed, who doesn't take sacks because he throws the ball away fast. And there's a good old line there and the best defense in the league. So that could happen. But I think the more realistic thing is, even though Jimmy G might leave, I think they do their best to bring Jimmy G, give him another one more year deal and go, hey, you could win. And then I don't, I don't. These guys so. aren't ready. We're gonna start you, and it's just one year deal because they have so. the money to spend. Shanahan, Shanahan, in the post game press conference said that there's no, he sees no scenario where Jimmy returns. Kyle Shanahan said that in the post game conference. And then what you're talking about with Purdy, I'm not sure. Like they said, they're gonna try to heal, heal, which like I think if we're going back to base, making your baseball comp, Glasnow was like, hey, I'm gonna let it try to heal. That didn't work, so he ended up getting Tommy John. So Tommy John could still happen to Purdy, which just delays yes, his. Yes, and the, I'd say there's about a thirty percent chance Purdy does not play next year because of injuries. I'd say there's about a thirty-five percent chance he comes back and loses his job, and a thirty-five percent chance he comes back and wins the job. Yeah. But there's a solid probability that he just does not play because of injury. Um, or the Niners could try to repeat some success, not like to the success of Purdy, but draft a quarterback. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. That would look so bad. Just optically, that looks horrible. Now, maybe you draft a guy in the seventh or sixth round. I would, I would say like draft in the next Brady, I guess. But in the fifth can't. or like sixth round, go for a guy that had like great talent around him, and that would be Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't You're the like a person to not like my Stetson Bennett. I think Stetson Bennett can be a good. I think he do does get drafted. I don't think he's gonna be like the next like Stetson Bennett wasn't the reason that why they won though. He yeah, wasn't I agree. a major part. If they ran the ball every play, they still won a national championship. I think he's Probably. a solid. Uh, well, they still should have lost to Ohio State. I'm not gonna go past that, but. I won Ohio State's one. But um, I just think it's it would be a hard jump, but I think like he'll end up being a backup and around the league for a little bit. I mean, but, that's what a lot of people thought about Brady. Like, you go back to the Drew Bledsoe interview when they were talking about Brady. He's like, I thought he was going to be a 10, 11-year backup after he was, like, talking to him and learning. I just don't know if Cesar Bennett has that fire. Yeah, I don't know. I think – 
to me. The difference like, between Brady is the want. It's the I'm going to. It's the I'm not chasing Montana. I'm chasing Jordan. Yeah. And I will say this right now because it's on topic. Jordan retired three times. Tried to go play baseball. Retired uh, after the end of his second three-peat. And then retired like, after uh, his two-year Wizards stint. So if he's chasing Brady, maybe he comes. I mean, if he's chasing Jordan, maybe Brady comes out one more time and then retires again. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, I also think like with Brady, he kind of evolved and he like continued to evolve. And it, that, like, that's because of his drive. That's well, a big yeah, reason. he had a great drive. And yeah, that's the problem. Again, I'm going to go to NBA, but this is the clearest example I can get. The where there's no confusion, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is the same exact player he's been since he came out of the draft. Nothing has changed. He's a great passer, great defender, off-ball or on-ball defense. Uh, and he's a good finisher when he decides to finish. He can make those. He can't make a free throw. He can't make a jump shot. And it's because he doesn't want to get better. It's not because he is incapable. It's because he do- he's scared. And people don't realize that you need to be uncomfortable to grow. And he doesn't want to grow. Brady realized that to stay in the league, he can't just be a game manager like he was his first three Super Bowl runs. And even to 2006, then he realized, no, I have to let it loose. And they picked up Randy Moss after he had some terrible years. And then he put up 50 touchdowns, which was the most at the time. And Randy Moss went off and it, it, it all gelled. But he, you're right. He evolved. And it's that want that's the whole reason why Burrow is compared to Brady. Because that's the same thing that Brady would have said. If you ask Brady, how long is your championship window? Brady would have said, oh, every year I'm in the league. Yeah, my, my entire career. But that's just such a Brady answer. And I don't, you don't just, it's really hard to just stumble on a guy that says, I'm going to be the greatest and there's something you can do about it. And they they put in the work like, hey, I'm gonna be in the NFL and win Super Bowl, and then like they don't put in the work. Like you have to put in the work. Um, so that's why I think. And like, there's a constant adjustment. Like we saw it with the Chiefs last year, they adjusted to their offense. Mahomes had to adjust and grow. And um, people have been talking about how Burrow's gotten quicker. With like, you just it's a part of the game where when a team adjusts to you. You have to combat at the adjustment and learn something new, um, which I think the greats do. And perfect example is Brady Howard just continued to change and get better. So that and then, oh, that's a great segue into Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts made it incredible. Uh, he got much better. I saw like the he's gotten better with completion percentage. Mm-hmm. And having and one I, of the best yeah. lines I've ever yeah. seen helps and like a better wide receiving core but he i think he did get better he's become a better passer and he does have better weapons and the thing i didn't know about that o-line jordan mylotta i didn't know he was a seventh round pick and he had never played football, football before yep he was a rugby he was a player, rugby player. Mm-hmm. Which i was like wow um and i so remember when he I got think, drafted because i i sometimes watch like the later rounds and they talked about him being a rugby guy and all the highlights they show after someone gets drafted, they were all rugby highlights. Which I found really funny. Yeah. I, I was like, what? And then Jason Kelsey was like a, a late round pick, I think too. And um, it's just like, 
they've I think if we also want to go, they're like coach of the year, Nick Sirianni. I'm like, no, no, I wouldn't do that because he got a great roster. I would give executive the year to Harry Roseman. Yeah, coach of the year should be Brian DeVault. I don't think people I, understand I how horrible people thought the Giants were going to be. And, like, what did they do in the offseason? It either needs to be Brian DeVault or uh, Pete Carroll. Oh, Everyone true. thought the Seahawks were going to be horrible, and both of those teams made the playoffs. If it is not one of those two, I'm disappointed. Because the Eagles were supposed to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year. Everyone – I thought they were going to make the playoffs. A lot of people thought they were going to make the playoffs, but nobody I thought they were going to be one seed. Yeah, you had a one in the division. I had the Cowboys win the division. Yeah. Well, that shows me. Uh, never trust the Cowboys. Uh, but the difference between, like, the ball and Pete Carroll, both of those teams were supposed to win two, three games, maybe four, while Siriano was supposed to win ten. Yeah. So, and what did the Eagles do in the offseason? Trade for AJ Brown, uh, trade for CJ Gardner. Um, I don't think was that in the offseason. They, I remember they well, it was in the during the draft when they traded for AJ Brown and then they signed him to an extension. Then no, 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 no. I'm talking about for the uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. I thought that, that was, was in, near, I thought that was near, like week one, maybe it was training camp. Oh, okay. I just knew it was, it was it wasn't it was a late edition. Yeah, I knew CJ Gardner Johnson was late. But to me it was like they made improvements to this roster. And um so that's why I think it goes to Roseman who he's a heck of a great GM, which he hates which I hate to say because he's the Eagles. But and Nick Sirianni is a good coach, but like your expectations I think plays into coach of the year. So yeah. Um, and uh, the next player on my top three, I believe two, is Hassan Reddick. You already said two, I thought. I thought oh, two okay. was I uh, put Mahomes at Marcus Valdez Scanley. Then I'll put two. Hassan Reddick at three. Three was your uh, the Chiefs no, defense. Chief, Chiefs defense was number one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hassan and Reddick I'll at three. I'll put Mahomes at two, and then I'll put Hassan Reddick at three. I just put the, the Eagles. I didn't know who to put that, that's for good. my one. But injuries, everything that's happened, I couldn't really di- di- differentiate who was the reason. So it, it it was just a great team win, and injuries definitely helped them out. But you can't decide that. And it is what it is. Yeah, so uh... – yeah, I don't think we have too much with that game. Um, but, yeah, so excited for the Super Bowl slash Kelsey Bowl. But on to Tom Brady, I was not expecting. Like, I woke up and I saw, like, a text from you. And then I got a text from my brother with the video. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I, I just was not expecting him to retire because I just thought, like, he retired last year. And, then and I was so, like, yeah, so much has back. changed. So much has changed. Yeah. And we don't have to go too much into – I'm pretty sure everyone knows the off-the-field concerns. So I'm like, I thought he'd keep playing, but maybe – I and he seemed pretty emotional about it. Did he have a press conference last year? No. Did he have a press conference? Wait, 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 wait. Press or, conference. Well, did, what did, or, I'm not saying press conference. There wasn't a video last year. No, was there like wasn't a, a tweet, video. Right? No, it was, it, it was a tweet, a Instagram post. 
But here there was a video. It seemed heartfelt. However, I do think sometimes he makes split decisions. And it could be part of the, the bigger ploy to, like, see who actually really wants him. Hey, if I retire and some team really, really wants me. The last year Brady had, if he would retired after last season, after having almost basically an MVP year at 44, if he retired after that, it would have been a lot better look. And there's definitely teams that want him. He could still play. But again, I'm very, if you want to retire, I'm all for uh, seeing you retire. Now, I may be sad. I may be a little bit confused, but I'm never going to be mad at the person because it's their decision. And if you want to retire, if you had too much, look, you played in this league so long and given us so many memories, like, I'm fine with it. Now, I hope he comes back. I don't think he will. Do you? No, I don't think so. I also think he has a pretty nice gig lined up for him, which um, is the Fox thing, which I'm kind of a little sad about because I like Greg Olson as, like, the lead analyst. <sighs> Olson's okay. I, I I really like him. I was like, man. Olson's good when there's a tight end on the other team or one of the teams that he, like, bonds with well. But if it's just a normal game... It's kind of – he talks about the tight end a lot. I, well, yeah, I, and, like, he'll make some, like, great – like, he, um, like he'll sum up a play really well and why it did – why it went wrong, and if not – and then he will. But Brady's seen so much, so there's no way he's just – he's probably better than Romo at saying what the play is, especially if it's, it's a Josh like McDaniels team. It's like he's, like it, watching a Raiders game, he's probably like, this is the formation, this is yeah. the play. <laughs> I threw four touchdowns, too. Yeah, I would have thrown this, and I probably would have completed it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious what happens there because, like, Olsen, I think, had talked about, like, it kind of feels weird for me because, like, I know what's happening once I once he retires. But it will be interesting to see how he transitions into broadcasting. And um, I don't think he takes over the Super Bowl. I think he does make an appearance during, like, the pregame show or postgame because Gronk's on that, too. Oh, I I would love to see Brady and Gronk. Like, that would so be, it'll be amazing. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And, you know, Gronk's kicking a field goal. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, I believe that's all we got. We'll do more previews and stuff for the Super Bowl um, next week. And then we might talk about the Pro Bowl. Depends on if we – I'm going to turn it on. We'll see how long I stay. Um. Any other thoughts, Austin? Nope. I'm, I'm excited. And that's all we got for you. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.